welcome to This is Twins Podcast. This is our very first episode, <laughs> and if you're listening, I'm really happy that you are here with us, as am I. If you're on your way to work, just got out of work, or cleaning, doing dishes, going to wind it down for bedtime, or you're just really crazy like everybody else and you listen to podcasts in your free time. Which is not a bad... I mean, I mean, I like to listen to podcasts. Well, me too. That's what makes this crazy. What's, what kind of podcast <laughs> do you like to listen to? Like, I, personally. I like to listen to... Uh, I'd say comedy podcasts. Like, when people, like, tell stories, like, funny stories that make me laugh. I mean, I walk to work a lot, so I would turn on a podcast and I would listen to the like comedy and it's really fun because it puts me in a really good mood before work oh i love that yeah yeah, yeah that's sweet and then if not comedy i'd say mystery murder sort of thing okay what about you i got into podcasts three years ago i was working at claim jumper it's a restaurant if you don't know what claim jumper is um i was washing dishes and I would always have a podcast in my AirPods because I or my my earbuds. I didn't have AirPods at the time, and I would be listening to a podcast. It was either Skip and Shannon Undisputed or True Crime, ah. which is so funny because they're like completely yeah. different things. Skip and Shannon are fun, and I you know when I found out that they had a podcast for their show, I'm like, let's go because I love sports, and so they would start off with basketball. Which got me a little bit into what's going on in the basketball world. But then they talk about the NFL, which I'm all caught up with. I mean, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, everything. I'm caught up. I even do an NFL podcast. So I'm listening to Skip and Shannon talk about football was just so much fun. So you know what this offseason has been like then? Yeah. Wow. It's been insane. Russell Wilson to the Broncos. I mean, it's Tyree Kill to the Dolphins. (laughs) I could go on and on about this offseason. It's been pretty incredible. So uh, my girlfriend actually watches this this show on YouTube called, what's it, Makeup Murder Monday or something? Oh, yeah. Or Murder Makeup Monday. So she does makeup while she talks about, like, true crime. And I love it. I walked in after work, and I watched her, or it was on the TV, and I was like, okay. He kind of got me intrigued because she was really good at, like, like explaining the whole picture and it was it was a fun time maybe i wasn't enjoying the whole doing the makeup thing but the way she was telling this story i was like wow i mean i guess when when you're on youtube you got to be doing something while you talk about this like you you don't want to look at a screen while someone just looks into the camera like this person killed this person and then got accused by this person about killing this person it's like you don't want to and so like People who, because makeup tutorials are actually incredibly popular, believe it or not. Well, I'm not surprised. I mean, even a lot of um, a, a lot of dudes like to watch those. Um, a lot of dudes who like to do makeup. Um, ah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so, um, I can't relate. I think it's a pretty, it's an interesting industry because people do find success, like they find popularity in doing makeup videos. The whole murder mystery subject, I love you know especially if it's a true story it's like no way they got away with that right they really murdered their wife 
Yeah, it blows my mind. And then you you have the documentaries on Netflix now. Um, like what, what was that one dude? The, he Zac Efron played him. Um, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. That's right. Uh, that movie it was it was a movie, right? Not a documentary. Or it's yeah, like it a, was a movie. It was a movie, and extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and something like interesting. that. interesting. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you remember because yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Um. So stuff like that, people are into that. Oh yeah. Um, you know, be, because you start to wonder, like, you you kind of want to see inside the minds of these people and try to figure out why they do what they do. Well, there was a really big controversy about that movie just because Zac Efron played him. They were saying that it was making Ted Bundy look like oh, because a very girls started to be attracted yeah. to him. But it was the fact he was an attractive guy. Right. You can't you can't take that piece out of the story. That's why he was able to do what he did because he was attractive. And that's really interesting because ser- serial killers are always the people you don't expect to be serial killers. Oh, seriously. And that's like one of those conversations where ev- everyone knows that. They're like, "Oh, wow, I didn't think he was like that." So you start to think like who like who, who you would know, you think is like who, that? Exactly. Like, you don't know. And like, I, wow, that guy looks crazy. He's a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that not knowing part is why it attracts so many people. And why it happens so often. You're caught off guard. Serial killers don't have trust. I mean, it's I mean, it's a wild world. We all know that. There oh. are some crazy people out there. But to be crazy enough to, like, murder people people who trusted you like that blows my mind like it really does like I've never had a thought in my head to like take like to murder somebody like it's never even been in my mind oh no way it's never crossed my mind to do that even if I could get away with it the guilt that would be on my shoulders my entire life I couldn't handle it and yeah speaking of guilt like these people don't even feel guilty about it they feel no remorse. Oh, it's like, I okay, it's just like a mental illness or something? Like, is there something going on that we it's don't gotta know be, about? Right? Because, I mean, maybe, I mean, they can blame a, you know, a bad childhood. But at one point, you have to think, like, where is the humanity? Right. <laughs> like, where's that sense of, like, should I do this? Quite a few serial killers um, plead insanity in court. I believe I I believe that, and a lot of lawyers get some of these killers out for insanity. So you are listening to this is Twins Podcast, true crime. <laughs> <laughs> so um, pretty so close. Yeah, it's pretty, been uh, we got we got the gist <laughs> of it right there. So back to my um my claim jumper days, I would listen to these true crime podcasts after the Skip and Shannon. So I'd go from sports to murder. <laughs> so it's let's uh, put those hand in hand. <laughs> right. uh, A podcast about OJ Simpson. There we go. Sports <laughs> and murder. Sports and murder. All right. He didn't do it. Okay. <laughs> let's not a uh, controversy. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Comedy podcast. Um, I I don't like know what. If like, I give could... me give me an example. I don't need. Um, I, I can't remember what their names were, but they started a podcast a long time ago, and it was like ten years ago, 
and then they got super popular and then the podcast that I listened to was them reacting to their very first podcast. Oh. So they played the podcast and then they would react to it and it was fun. Yeah, that actually sounds pretty cool. I mean, I could already imagine us in 10 years from now reacting to this episode right here. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years. Yeah, that'd be that that would be interesting. But yeah, I don't know, comedy I watch stand-up comedians all the time. Oh yeah, I love stand-up. I mean, well, who's that guy you just showed me a video of this stand-up guy uh uh was it yesterday? And I'm like just his delivery of the jokes that he wrote like it was perfect like just the delivery of it i mean the joke yeah was funny but just the way he performed on that stage like it was like incredible because I, and it made me laugh like not only because the joke was funny it was just the the tone of his voice when he, he was said so the confident joke. he up was there. like and it was so much fun to watch it's mark normand mark normand and i highly recommend he's a bit controversial Very but, but controversial. it's so funny and if you're if you're if, if you you're know, easily if you like offended, laugh. don't watch Mark <laughs> Norman. But if you don't care, watch Mark Norman because he is funny, and he he's he's not just funny; he's entertaining. I mean, he really brings everything in, and and then his punchlines are just on point. And it's like I don't say that much about a lot of stand-up you know, comedians. What I love about his punchlines, <laughs> I don't see it coming. I like I don't oh, expect yeah. <laughs> it. He'd still say something, and I'll be like, I could have never thought he was gonna say that. Like, whoa! Like, and it's just so funny because it's he brings comedy into like social issues. Yeah, like stuff that we all can relate to as well. Like, he he made a joke about insomnia. We we've all spent nights where we couldn't sleep. Oh, absolutely. And he he made he crafted this joke that perfectly described what it is like we could relate to it but we could laugh about it and i think it's because we could relate to it and i think that him making relatable, relatable jokes yeah i think that makes a stand-up comedian a good stand-up comedian whenever i relate to something i like it a lot more like songs Song, for yeah music for if sure. i hear a song and every lyric i can relate to i'm like i love this song if i hear a comedian and every every joke or every relatable aspect of that joke I can relate to. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like a comic relief. Because then you're like, I'm not the only one. Yeah. Because you're like, I'm not the only one dealing with this. This. I mean, even if, it, even if it's just something so little. It's very good for your mental to feel like you're yeah. not the only one. You aren't the only one who's going through this. You're not the only one who is going through insomnia. He jokes about it. Right. But, you know, truly, it's a struggle for a lot of people. But the only way in my mind to actually get through it is to joke about it. It gives you a sense of relief. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, if I can joke about this, then is it really that bad? Because it kind of makes you feel better about yourself. Right. Joking about it, I think. I mean, I've had depression before and i would listen to jokes about depression yeah and i would laugh i i didn't get offended i would laugh because i feel like oh my gosh this guy gets it the guy who made the joke was probably depressed yep and so like he you know you hear these 
quote off offensive jokes, but they don't make jokes if they haven't been through it already. Like right. how Pete Davidson always jokes about 9-11. He jokes well, his, about suicide. His too. dad died in 9-11. Yeah. That's why he jokes about it because he gets it because he knows what it's like. He can feel that. So he jokes about it maybe to cope with it or maybe just to bring kind of a light to a bad situation. Absolutely. Well, that's the sad thing about comedians is most comedians are depressed. I mean, Robin Williams, he was, he was the funniest guy of our generation. and He was. He was absolutely depressed and i mean it's it's sad to see these funny people who make us laugh not even be able to make themselves laugh or make themselves happy bring comedy to a dark place i guess (laughs) now so um i i don't when i'm like watching like comedians and stuff you know they seem to they always have a lot of fun and I, what I like a lot is when they laugh at their own jokes. Yeah. And then, like, if the I, I watched the stand up, there's this stand up comedian. He messed up and he laughed at himself. And it was funnier than the actual joke. <laughs> and I'm cause, because it was so real, it was so genuine. Because it was like this, you know, it, you kind of reminded yourself that he's human. Well, that's good to laugh about it instead of be like, oh my God, I messed up. Oh. What am I well, that, do? that makes a good entertainer in my eyes. Oh, I, yeah. You know, if you mess up and you keep going, then you're a good entertainer. Yeah, improvising is huge in comedy. I mean, we're improvising right now. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to make them think that we have like have a yeah. script in front of us. Just, I do. I wrote it just, this morning. We're reading this, this script. <laughs> just no. kidding. There's no script. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's a nice day out. It's it a beautiful day. I'm looking out the window right now. It's like it's five o'clock while we are recording this. Um, five o'clock in Los Angeles, so kinda <laughs> wish we would have recorded this podcast outside. Yeah. Well it's <laughs> hot. It is hot out today. That's um, for sure. You know, I was actually gonna go golfing today. I was looking up tea times this morning because I had just watched golfing videos on YouTube. Like how to fix your slice? Yeah, because my slice is awful. I, I mean, know. every time I go out there, I drive, I aim way to the left because I slice. Sometimes it works, sometimes it's awful. So I was like, okay, let's look up some tea times. So I looked up some tea times. And I was like, okay, let's golf, and never ended up. But I'll go eventually and fix my slice. <laughs> yeah, d- yeah, that's a good idea. Let's just let's go Sunday. Let's go to the driving range. Yeah, sounds good. All right, cool. We're watching The Batman tomorrow. <laughs> the Batman, I'm so excited. I think Robert Pattinson's going to do a really good job. I haven't even seen the full trailer. I personally do not like to watch trailers. I don't either. Because I like to be surprised. I like to watch a movie the way it was meant to be watched. And when, I mean, yeah, trailers are intense. They're exciting. It kind of makes you really excited for it. Um, but I personally don't like that, especially if it's a movie that I want to see. Right. A lot of times if I'm on Netflix and the trailer starts, you know how it starts automatically. If I watch the trailer more than 15 seconds, I won't watch the movie. I love because, our dramatic reactions to yeah. trailers where a trailer would go on and we'd be like, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. Yeah, because we want to watch it. Exactly. <laughs> and it's so funny. Um, if... I watch 15 seconds of a trailer and I like the movie. I will not finish the trailer. 
Right. I'll be like, okay, let's watch it then. Because then you start to see too much. Which in reality, you're really not seeing too much. Because they're not showing you the the best parts. They're showing you the parts that have little like things that make you want to watch it. It's a marketing scheme. It, it makes you want to watch the movie so it brings you in. Because a lot of times, I'll watch a trailer and then I'll watch the movie... I'd be like, oh, that part was in the trailer. And then boom, it's done. It's gone. Really? Just Everything fast. in the trailer is based on the description. I mean, if you see the description on a Netflix movie and you watch the trailer, most of that is already in the description. You already you already know it's happening. I don't even like reading descriptions. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten to that point too. Like the Adam Project. I didn't read the description. I didn't watch the trailer. I had no idea what I was in store for. The only thing I knew about that was that it was about time travel. I, I didn't even know that. That's it. And then I didn't know anything else. I didn't even know the guy's names. I knew one guy was probably named Adam. It was called <laughs> the Adam Project. But I didn't even read the description when I clicked on the movie because I'm like, I don't want to know. Right. I don't want to know. I want to watch it. I want the movie to tell me the story. I knew that it was Ryan Reynolds just because my dad told me. He said, you have to watch The Adam Project. It has Ryan Reynolds. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so it has Ryan I'm Reynolds, game. you have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, The Batman tomorrow. I'm yes, really excited. That. It's, like it's a three-hour movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be good. I'm really excited. We just had watched The Dark Knight last night. And that was I fun. forgot how good of a movie that was. I'll be honest with you. There were scenes that I don't remember. Me neither. And it reminded me of how long it's been since I've actually watched The Dark Knight. I've seen scenes. I've watched scenes of The Dark Knight. And so what yeah. I what was in my head were those scenes that I saw, not the rest of the movie. We would look at each other after a scene yeah. that we had no idea was in the movie, and we would be like, wait, I don't remember this. Yeah. How long and has it been? It was so good. It was such a good, like, it was such a good scene. Um, another one, Jurassic World Dominion comes out in June. Oh yeah, I still have. I still haven't watched the trailer. I have. I'm either. doing a really good job at not because it premiered uh, during the Super Bowl, and I walked outside. I'm like, <laughs> nope, I'm not watching this trailer because I want to watch the movie. I want the movie to tell me the story. I don't want yeah. to know. It's like screw these Super Bowl commercials. I can't have this movie ruined for me. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And I'm such a Jurassic Park fan. I love that franchise a lot. Like, oh yeah, too much. Like. <laughs> and well it's so, like that Harry Potter movie coming out I am obsessed with Harry Potter I yeah. always have been and Harry Potter well Fantastic Beast yeah. Secrets of Dumbledore I mean that's incredible yeah it's going to be really exciting it's incredible that this is still going I mean how old is the Harry Potter series oh. it's old it, Yeah, it's it, old. <laughs> it was my entire childhood and it is still going and I'm 25 so yeah Harry Potter well, Fantastic Beasts, Jurassic World, and The Batman. I mean, if you think 2022 is bad, just name those three movies <laughs> and you're good. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about all of those movies. I, I'm an avid movie watcher. I like to watch movies. There is a time where I didn't really get the chance to sit down and watch a movie. Um, And now I've been like, I want to go to the movie theater and watch it. I don't want to watch it on digital on my TV. Right. I want to go to the movie theater and experience a movie. And I think that's why I don't really watch movies that much anymore. It's because I'm kind of stuck on that idea. Like, I'm not experiencing this in a cinema. 
So I don't want to experience it at all. It depends on the movie as well. You know, if it's a huge a huge movie like Jurassic World, Harry Potter or uh You have the, to experience the Batman. It the like Sp- Spider-Man No Way Home, we got tickets immediately. And IMAX. And IMAX cuz we were like there is no to. way we're watching this on a TV in my apartment. We went we missed the premiere unfortunately uh, due to scheduling. Um but we did eventually watch it and it's so funny because I was off of social media completely for four days because I did not want to see anything about it. That's how paranoid I was about about having it spoiled for me. When I watched Spider-Man No Way Home without watching the trailer or seeing anything about it, it was, I was so excited because I didn't even know that, um, spoiler alert, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were actually in the movie. I Really? I saw rumors. I, but I didn't want to sit there and think like, okay, I'm going to find out if they are or not. No, I didn't. I'm like, I want to find out myself. I want to feel that surprise. I want to feel that shock factor. And I want to feel the emotion. It was there though. And honestly, I, there was a doubt in my mind that they were going to be in it. I'm not going to lie. Wow. There was a doubt in my mind. And I'm so glad that I didn't know that because that made it so much more special to me. Right. You know, I had no idea Daredevil was in that. I know he was in there for like a minute, but when I saw him, I was like, no that way. Was cool. <laughs> that, that was pretty cool. Um, I knew about the Green Goblin because, yes, I did watch the trailer, but not all of it. So I didn't see too much. I think it was the very first one. Like the, very, the teaser trailer? Yeah, the teaser trailer. I, I heard the Green Goblin laugh, uh-huh. and I saw uh, Doc Ox metal arm and that's it and what got me most was alfred molina and willem dafoe's return as the characters i mean like what are the i mean decades passed since that movie that was incredible and they returned like whoa like my mind was blown i was so excited about that it was incredible and then you have um who played electro jamie fox right jamie fox returned as electro Alfred Molina returned as Doc Ock, and Willem Dafoe returned as Green Goblin, Andrew Garfield returned as Spider-Man, and Tobey Maguire returned as Spider-Man. Like, is that not the movie of the century? How can it get any better than that? It can't. That's incredible. It's like those crossovers when we were kids with, like, Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, exactly. And, and I think bringing in the multiverse... The whole thing with the multiverse and Marvel and stuff. Like, we've been waiting for that for a long time. Oh, yeah. You know, since, like, phase one. And now it's happening right in front of our eyes. And it's really exciting. And, like, I will... I'm proud to nerd out to Marvel. Like, it's... I mean, even just the stories are incredible. Yeah. Supposedly, they're supposed to be in the new Doctor Strange multiverse of madness. I did see that. I'm intrigued by that. I also read something... That was very interesting that Tom Cruise was going to be Iron Man. Oh, yeah, like an alternate Iron Man. That's right. That's insane. That'll be fun, though. That'll be cool. I think it'll be weird. It'll be weird, but I think Marvel will find a way to make it work. Yep. Because when I think Iron Man, I think Robert Downey Jr. all day. Oh, definitely. And to see, I mean, I'm a huge Tom Cruise fan. Don't get me wrong. I love Tom Cruise. I love his Mission Impossible movies. and. Any other movies in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then something about um in the new Morbius movie with Jared Leto. 
um, I think Spider-Man's gonna show up in that because it is in the Spider-Man universe. Oh, that's right. In Venom, I heard that they've been teasing Tom Hardy's us with Venom. Venom. They've yeah. been teasing us. There's been two post-credit scenes with Venom and regarding Tom Holland. And it's I'm gonna like, happen. It's ha- it has to, right? Um, but are they gonna run out of home names? Like there was Spider-Man: <laughs> Homecoming, Spider-Man: Far From Home, Spider-Man: No Way Home. The next is gonna be Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Coming home. home. (laughs) (laughs) Yours was funnier. (laughs) Spider-Man home. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be... It could be a Christmas movie. Spider-Man ho, ho, home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, uh, what are you going to get a dramatic movie? Spider-Man. Broken home. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man homie. (laughs) Oh, no. Spider-Man home skillet. <laughs> <laughs> I could do this all day. <laughs> I know. Okay. So, yeah, that was fun. I mean, I love the Spider-Man movies. I mean, Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. Fun fact. Um, It was Iron Man for a little bit, but then they made the Spider-Man movies, and I'm like, okay, never mind. It's Spider-Man again. I'm like, it's been confirmed that Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. That's awesome. You know, it's crazy because Spider-Man has been your favorite superhero through your entire childhood. Oh, yeah. And I think I know why. I was a very small kid. Right. In high school, in middle school. I, I was a very small kid. I I mean, I'm still Yeah, your nickname of... was Small Fry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, that is true. And worse, oh. but we don't have to bring that up. <laughs> anyway, um, um, I think I relate to Peter Parker. Just because he was small, you know, he got bullied. He got pushed around because he 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 and he couldn't defend himself. Right. And then when he didn't even know it, he got this power, and he used this power responsibly. He used this power. I mean, he lost his uncle Ben, so he decided to, you know, make New York City a better place by you know, and I just I relate to that because he got this power, and that all of us when we were little, fantasized about. And oh, Spider-Man yeah. embodies that fantasy. I agree. You know, I I always related to Spider-Man as well, but um, my favorite superhero growing up was Batman. You know, I, I don't blame you. I can't really tell you why, but I loved Batman. I'll tell you right now, there's nothing remotely wrong with that. Batman is, I mean, he's like the superhero of DC, like. You yeah. think DC, you think Batman immediately. Well, Superman. I mean, even Superman. I mean, he he doesn't add up to what Batman lives for. Like his, I mean, we just watched The Dark Knight and it was incredible. Like, oh yeah, I I like Superman, but you're talking about an alien with like superhuman powers. But Batman is just a regular guy. Yeah, who just knows how to fight and has a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> um. And so I think Batman is more of a hero than Superman. And he's had a tougher past. Batman has. Oh, yeah. He didn't lose his home planet and parents or anything. Ha ha. (laughs) He lost an entire (laughs) planet. (laughs) Okay, fine. You're right. You're right. I think Batman just took it harder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, you brought up earlier who would win in a fight, Batman or Spider-Man? That was a um yeah. I wasn't thinking when I said this. I kind of want to know what who you think would win though. Um I I think Batman 
has the upper hand over Spider-Man. I might have to agree with you. As you know how Batman beat Superman was because he knew his weaknesses. Yes. So he would have to know Spider-Man's weaknesses. Small knives. <laughs> that was good. I'm that was that was good. I liked that a lot. But in reality, I I do believe Batman would find Spider-Man's weakness easy. Because Batman isn't only rich and he has a whole bunch of gadgets, but he's smart. He is very smart. He is a smart and he can fight. Oh yeah. I mean, who was that? He went to uh, the- Raz Al Ghul. That's it. Yes, and he trained in like I mean Spider Man. He just he just knows how to fight from just watching movies and like just having the strength to to fight. And he just knows. But like Batman he fought an alien. He's to- <laughs> has Batman <laughs> fought an alien? Yes, Superman. That's right. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I, know, I know we don't really we don't really discuss the fact that Superman is an alien. You know, I sometimes forget about Batman vs Superman. I do, because it wasn't the greatest movie, but it wasn't the worst either. I remember I was so excited for that movie. I was posting on Facebook and Twitter. I was just like so excited about it. I'm like, I can't wait till Batman. I can't wait till Batman. And I finally went to the movies to watch it, and I loved it. I personally loved it. I did too. There was a lot I was a little iffy about. Like I what? Th- I I think it might be Ben Affleck as Batman. I liked Ben Affleck as I Batman. I wasn't a huge fan. I really did. I was not a huge fan of Ben Affleck's Batman. I I think he made a good Bruce Wayne as well. I I, I, I think he made a great Bruce Wayne. I think he made a bad Batman. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, right. I maybe that's because I just watched Christian Bale's Batman. Right. Christian Bale's Batman, I love. He takes. I love the man. voice. The deep voice, I think that's really, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Robert Pattinson, I mean, I don't think it gets enough credit. I think because of Twilight, which the fan base loved him, but if you weren't in the Twilight fan base, you didn't like him. No. And that's just the reality of it. And I think that that kind of ruined his rep. And so you didn't realize that he's an incredible actor. In a way, yeah, it did. But look at all the movies he did after that. Right, but nobody's seen those. Nobody knows those, you know? I have not really seen any conversation about Twilight when it comes to Robert Pattinson's Batman. Not now, no. Maybe I've seen a a comment here and there about it. But other than that, it's like all I've heard was this is going to be an incredible movie. And it turns out it is. And uh, we're about to find out tomorrow. Which I'm pretty sure it's gonna be. <laughs> I mean, who's the Riddler? Paul Dano. I'm. Oh my god, that's gonna be that's awesome. Gonna be, that's gonna be good. I'm. I'm really excited. Three hours of Batman. Like, I mean, I mean can't I'm, get it's any like better a, than that. It's, I mean, DC is stepping up. So when it comes to Batman, though, too, like when Robert Pattinson was announced to play the Batman, I'm like, huh? Then I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like just a split second, I'm like, wait, what? But then it hit me. I'm like, no, he's going to do it. And you know what I've been waiting for? And the Dark Knight kind of missed it. I'll be honest. Christopher Nolan's Batman's kind of missed the dark factor. No. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Not that much. Did you just... hear the stuff the Joker said? Oh, I'm talking about Batman, though. Oh. Like, he... I don't know. It, he, they seem to avoid the whole... 
the whole darkness part. And Batman is a dark character. That's and true. I think Robert Pattinson is about to embody that. And I'm really excited to see it. Okay. I think out of like, this has got to probably be after Spider-Man No Way Home, this will be the next best thing for me. Really? Personally, as a movie watcher, this, I think tomorrow. What about Avengers? Movie. Well, that was last year. So, you know. I think it's, that was, was that last that, year? That, that, yeah, that was last year. I think it's been longer than that. 2019. Okay, my mind just got blown. <laughs> my mind just got blown. That was before COVID. Yep. Has time really flown that fast? Wow. Okay. Okay, so Avengers Endgame, it does take the number one seed of my favorite movies. Um, it's probably tied with Spider Man No Way Home. I don't know what I I don't know what it is about these superhero movies. I don't know. But there's something about these superhero movies that I just love. Maybe it's because superheroes are kind of a metaphor. It's you know? yeah, and it's something to it's I I'm a huge fan of fictional. I right. love uh fictional movies like Harry Potter. I'm going to bring up Harry Potter again cuz I love Harry Potter. I love fictional universes and fictional beings. Spider-Man, Superman, Batman, all the Avengers, we're all in somebody's imagination. Right. And that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, it it's insane what some people come up with. Well, it's kind of like writing a song. You have this idea, and then you put it all all these aspects together, and, and you, you bring make, it and you to bring life. it to life. Exactly. I think that's I think that's awesome. Yeah, um, imagination is everything. I think. Oh yeah. Uh, to agree. have a creative personality, it's like you aren't just surviving on this earth; you are living, mm-hmm. and you're creating. For other people to enjoy, enjoy what you have in your mind, instead of you just enjoying it, you're letting everybody else share the happiness that you've created. Yeah, you can bring up Star Wars, or I mean, oh yeah, Star any Wars. fictional story. It doesn't even have to be like this dude who gets superpowers, right? Like it can be any fictional story. Lord it's of the Rings, like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, uh, The Hunger Games. I mean, that's just dope. Divergent. You know, all these kind of amazing stories that are fictional, it does bring a kind of reality aspect to it, like a metaphor, like this is what this is like. You see a reality aspect, but I see it as a step out of reality. Like, cool, I get to live in this world today. When I read Harry Potter, I entered a whole new universe, and I could take all, all my worries and all my fears away for right. that moment. So what what I mean by reality aspect is they're they're taking real life like situations, feelings and they're okay. I mean, yeah, it's fictional, but it relates. You can relate to it. Like how I relate to Spider-Man. Right. You know, or like uh Harry Potter lost his mom. People who lost their mom can relate to that. You know, it's uh, it's relatable in a in in a sense where yeah, it's a fictional world, but it's metaphorically real. I've always used uh, f- uh, fictional worlds and fictional stories as an escape. A lot healthier than what I do now. I mean, <laughs> isn't that why we watch football? 
and that's real. We, that we want to escape from the. That is a good point. So there's a lot of ways to escape, and it just happens to be broadcasted through TV and you know, yep, sports. I love sports. I love I love sports. I mean, I <laughs> I can't think of one time that I was sad during a Lions game. Well, okay. <laughs> let's let's we're gonna edit this out we're gonna edit that no, we're part not. Out. we're not gonna edit that okay. out <laughs> <laughs> i can i can okay. name i can name 200 I know. I know. 96 times where i've been sad during a lions game. okay that is not what i meant <laughs> i meant when i'm watching my lions play oh boy um i don't think about work i don't think about my my single status I don't think about that one girl at the grocery store who told me I have a weird eyebrow. Someone said that to you? No, I was just oh. an example. But um, I don't think about like, those things when that? I'm watching football. Go, hey, look, you're, you have a weird eyebrow, bro. <laughs> like, fix that. Maybe like, I've what? said it to someone. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I meant. I don't think about life when I'm watching football. That's fair. Or Harry Potter. had to bring that up there are moments in a movie like harry potter where it's like as a child i didn't really get it and so when i watch it today when i'm a little a little bit older it's like whoa i get it and that's deep like whoa like that just hit me in a spot that i didn't even know existed you know and it's like i didn't realize that and so when you do have these stories where you escape, but if anything, it, it always brings you back, mm-hmm. but like in the most beautiful way possible. Yeah, I feel like when I watch Harry Potter, I'm communicating again with my innocent, you know, 14-year-old self. Well, fictional worlds, sports, superheroes, this has been a fun time. Yeah, it has. I hope everyone listening is having as much fun as we are. <laughs> um, so, you know, li- live your best life. Have a positive mindset. And have a beer. Yeah, have a beer. Just keep those good vibrations. Enjoy life the way it was meant to be enjoyed. And have fun. And follow us. <laughs> oh, and follow us. Like our page at... This is Twins Podcast on Facebook. We'll eventually have a Twitter, probably by the time this episode's out. So follow us on Twitter. And we really hope you join us next time. Um, This is a brand new podcast. So let's see where this goes. I hope to bring you with us. And we hope you enjoyed our very first episode. And we hope that you listen to us more. Make sure you follow 10 Foot Waves. That is our music duo, is what we decided to call it. we make music under 10-Foot Waves on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Deezer, wherever you stream music, YouTube, it's there. Um, like our page, 10-Foot Waves, and like our page, This Is Twins Podcast. And we hope to hear from you. If not, I really hope you're having a good time because we are. So thank you for listening to This, this Is Twins, Twins Podcast. Podcast.